0: I'm your running host, Dean Thompson. Run for God founder Mitchell Hollis will jump in from time to time to keep things interesting. Mitchell, you got anything you want to start off, us off with?
1: Well, Dean, you know this is our first one of these things, and, and we really don't know what we're doing, uh, but we're going to give it our our our, our best. And um, I just I'm so excited about this. You know, we've never tried anything like this before, and um, I, I hope people like it. I hope people will give us their feedback and tell us what we're doing right and uh, more importantly what are we doing wrong
0: yeah and you know one of the things that you mentioned that that doing what we're doing is kind of like devotions live we you know, we've got these books that are devotion books and uh so what we're trying to do here is like a live version of that devotions right
1: yeah you know we started devotions years ago and it, and it came as a result of all the incredible stories that people sent in to us from from really all over the world telling us to run for god's story you know where they were where they are now and we, we really tried for some time to figure out, how do we archive all that? And so that's how Devotions was born. Uh, it's a book. It's a 52-week devotional that we started. Um, but as we both know, people consume media in so many different ways now that we thought, let's, let's create a run club. Um, by the way, our goal is to make this the largest run club in America. Um, so the more people we can get on board here, uh, we can, I mean, just imagine, how, how cool would it be to hear that the largest running club in America is the Run for God, Run Club, that wouldn't that would, be
0: cool? That would be. But yeah, awesome.
1: we're bringing we're bringing devotions live now. So we're if you've got a copy of that book, these are all new devotions. Uh, but we'll no longer have a printed book. We'll be coming to you each week with these stories and and Dean's thoughts. Lord knows you've got plenty of those,
0: and uh, we're just going to see where this thing takes us. And and interestingly, this is where I got started with Run for God was with devotions. That's how I got involved. From the beginning. So yeah, you know,
1: I just it comes thought full about circle. that. That is. Yeah. That is how you got involved. Yeah.
0: So listen, this is our first one. We hope this is exactly what you want, but if it's not, please give us feedback and let us know. And of course, if you like it and you want to let us know that, we won't be opposed to those good emails either, will we? <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: We get plenty of the bad ones, so let's, let's get a few of the good ones in here.
0: We are so proud to be sponsored by the world's greatest digital music platform, and that's J Radio. We're in their studios right now, and we want you to uh, check out J Radio. You know that moment when you're running, and you settle into that perfect pace,
1: and then the next song comes on? let that happen again. With the new J Radio, you can trust us to make sure that the next song in your playlist will help you keep up that pace. Check out the Radio Active Station on J Radio for all different genres of workout music
0: handpicked for you while you run. Start listening now at jradio.com Hello, runners. Now, I know some of you We'll hear that phrase, hello, runners, and you'll think, well, I'm not a real runner because I don't run very fast. But let me assure you that if you put one foot in front of the other, you are a runner. Amen. <laughs> um we don't care, fast, slow, we welcome all runners, all shapes, all sizes, and all abilities. So Absolutely. welcome to the Run for God Run Club. Let's, let's dig into this week's story. It's a very interesting story. It comes to us from Hazelwood, Missouri, from a lady by the name of Haley Barnes. The story is entitled, His Way, His Time. The toughest point of my first half marathon in the fall of 2016 was mile number seven. I had studied the map and planned out my water breaks accordingly. I knew there would be a much needed water and protein station at mile seven. During my training, I had made my route such that I would loop back by my car at mile six for water and energy beans for fuel. I would also leave a bottle of water along my route and swing back at mile four to take a long drink. For the half marathon, I was solely relying on the race to provide my water. I was not prepared to carry any with me. On race day, I was perplexed when I reached mile seven and saw nothing. I was ready for a drink. My eyes searched the street as we rounded the corner and still I saw nothing. I started chatting with other runners about the water station. I had been watching and I knew there was no way I had missed it. I finally saw a race volunteer and I asked, Where's the water station? By that time, I was feeling borderline desperate. They pointed ahead down the road, but still there was nothing in sight. I kept going and going, well, for a full mile, and finally there it was. Volunteers lined up with glorious cups of water, Gatorade, and protein gel packets. I took a cup for each hand and then two more cups. A few steps down the road I passed the 8 mile mark. You see the map hadn't told me where the water was would be located on mile 7. I assumed it would be right near the marker. Don't we do this often in life? I struggle with anxiety and some days I think maybe tomorrow I'll turn a corner and everything will be okay. I'll feel good and then it's tomorrow and everything looks the same. I feel stuck. Maybe it looks the same from my human perspective, but from God's perspective, it doesn't because I'm further ahead than where I started. Maybe I'm exactly where I need to be in the moment in order for God to speak his will into my life and for me to receive it. I will get to the refueling station his way and on his time. What a great story. She shares some scripture references with us. In Ecclesiastes 311, it says, he has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the human heart, yet no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. Again, great story. And she she submits some questions with these stories. And her first question is a really interesting one. Um, it's kind of a yes or no question. It's, have you tried to rush God's timing? Who hasn't? I mean,
1: gosh, this is probably where I struggle the most in my walk with Christ is, is I'm always wanting things on, on my time. You know, as you were reading that story, I was reminded to a, a student that I had in my very first class. Her name was Denise Ziegler. And Denise was one of those high energy ladies, and she's just real bubbly all the time. And I'll never forget about week I think week seven or eight or somewhere along there she came up to me and she said mitchell when is running going to get easier and and she wanted it to get easier right now and I, and it, for whatever reason i had this thought come to mind i said D- denise look back at, at week one you know in week one we ran for 90 seconds and i believe this was week eight when she asked me this and i said you're about to walk outside and run for 20 minutes and i said so look back at that 90 seconds. That 90 seconds has gotten much easier. And it was just so funny to see the the change on her face that, that didn't help her thought of, I want it all to be easier right now. But she got it. She realized that looking back, which we do have to do from time to time, we have to look back to see where we've come from. And she realized that it had gotten easier. And it's the same way with our walk with Christ. You know, I— Every once in a while I get to give my testimony, and I call my testimony, it's, it's hindsight is twenty twenty, And it's because our society tells us never look back, put the past behind you, always look ahead. But in our walk with Christ, we always have to look back because when we look back, we can see all those God moments that, that he's, he stepped into our lives and he's taken control and he's, he's led us on the right path, even though um, it wasn't in our time. You know, God always answers prayer. He always answers prayer. It's yes, no, or the Wait. one we all hate. Wait, uh-huh. um, and and that's the hardest one to to really learn. But yes, you do always have to look back to see where God's been, because that gives you that gives you the confidence in looking forward and knowing that 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 God is always going to be there and He's going to lead us on that right path and He's going to do so. In his timing i know i went way around your question but i hopefully i answered that question
0: well and you know we're, we're talking to runners here uh for the most part and you know athletes are notorious for it right absolutely i mean we look at athletes are never satisfied with where they are it's what makes them athletes to start with i think is right. the whole idea that i want to be better and
1: i want know. it done now and i want to be done faster than that. that's right yeah that's right yeah, and
0: I mean, if i did it yesterday then today i should be better at it exactly right
1: and that's just not the case <laughs>
0: You know, Habakkuk 2, three says, For still the vision awaits its appointed time. It hastens to the end and will not lie. If it seems slow, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. Uh, and then she, she submits another question and says, How do we give up our will for something to happen and accept that God's plan will always be better?
1: You know, I think back to when I was a little kid and my— my dad. I always compare our walk with Christ to my relationship with my son, or my relationship with our father, because I think that's that's why we call him our father. It, it, the The similarities are the same. But how many times did your dad say, "You know, I know what's best." You know, as a teenager, we're rolling our eyes and say, "No, you don't. I know everything." But <laughs> but dad always did know best, or mom always did know best, and we look at that now, having kids. And we know exactly what they were talking we, about. We and I, right. I have no doubt that when we get to heaven, we're going to look and say, wow, you know, God really knew what he was talking about. And uh, I think the quicker we can acknowledge that and just live by that reality, the better off we
0: are. Absolutely. Yeah. And to lean on those, those times when we, we all know those times where we did listen to God. And we realize it was the right decision, or we didn't listen to him, and then something bad happened. And we realize if we had listened, it would have been different. Uh, if we rely on those times where where we had answered prayers, and we understand that he knows, but he knows best. hindsight twenty knew, twenty. Yeah, 20 twenty twenty every time. Uh, this question: Do do you trust God enough with your plans to wait on Him? That's y- the key question, isn't it?
1: I like to say yes, I do. Uh, but sometimes in the flesh, uh, the answer is it's not that I don't trust him. It's sometimes my problem, and I'm just going to be a little honest here, is, is I like to speed up the process. And every time, it 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 does not fail. When I try to speed up God's process, all I do is mess things up. Um, and, and you would think after— um, Twenty-something years of being a believer, I would figure this out. Um, but you know, that's that's the struggle while we're here on earth is 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 figuring it out and and just getting in the Word and praying and just trusting God.
0: Well, and Paul talks about being perfected, right? He, yeah. Uh, about the idea of us just trying to draw a little bit closer to Him and be a little better at trusting. He is him, the he
1: perfecter. Said. I mean, yeah. that's that is a process. He is the perfecter of our faith. That's and, right. Uh, so, yeah, that's right.
0: It's a process. And the interesting thing is we all know people who who are better at that than others. And we know that when when we are relying on God's plan, it shows. It does. It shows. Absolutely. Psalm thirty one fifteen says, My times are in your hands. Deliver me from the hands of my enemies, from those who pursue me.
1: You know, on that verse right there, I think back to the children of Israel. You know, they were they were in the wilderness for forty years. I mean, we don't hear from God for forty minutes, and we get impatient, and and the whole time that's what He was telling them, "I will deliver you," you know, "you you will get to the promised land." But they wanted it on their time; they wanted it right then, and and all we got to do is look back at Scripture and, and see that time and time and time again that God always delivered people; He always followed through on what He said, and and we can trust in that.
0: And He'll follow through on what He's promised us as well. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hey, listen, if you've got a story, we want to hear it. So submit your story. Go to runforgod.com slash devotions and check out a way to, to, to submit your story so that we can hear from your story. And listen, if we, submit, if we play your story on air, we read your story, then you will get a free year of Run Club.
1: Doesn't that sound great? That's a no-brainer. Yeah. Everybody, you know, this is going back to our testimony. Everybody has a story. And you may think that my story doesn't matter and my story is not, you know, I wasn't delivered from drug addiction and had this radical change. But guess what? That story doesn't speak to everybody. Your story speaks to somebody. And uh, so I encourage you, uh, write that down and send it to us. You know, we, we even put a little template in there that you can send it to us. And and uh, yeah, I mean, you get a full year of Run Club for free.
0: That's great. Check yeah. out Run Club, too, and see what, what you get with that. You know, Haley just submitted a story to us that was – it was an ordinary circumstance, right? It's just she's in a half marathon. I mean, a lot of people run half marathons. Yeah. But she made that into a, a, a very good teaching point. Exactly. And you can do the same. And you can do the same, yeah. If you've ever
1: participated in any sport, you've probably met a great coach. Great coaches inspire us to do more than we ever thought possible. You can be the leader that helps others achieve things they never thought possible. You, yes, you have the ability and the opportunity to be that person. All you need is a heart to help people and the ability to follow a plan. The Run for God 5K Challenge will come ready to help you inspire those around you. The step-by-step guide will direct you how to plan, pray, and train people both physically and spiritually. You can help them become more fit in their health and in their walk with Christ. Share your passion. Go to runforgod.com to find out how to
0: inspire others to accomplish big things. All right, it's time for Dean's Thoughts, a, a time when I share something I've written about the intersection between running and faith.
1: And Dean has a lot of thoughts, guys. Trust me.
0: <laughs> and I'm not afraid to share them. Uh, this what
1: is it that Dave Ramsey says you're an expert your opinion yes yes that's right expert on your i'm an
0: expert on my opinion that may be all i'm an expert on but uh, (laughs) that's um yeah and this first story is called instant and disposable as a coach and a runner myself i see the results of months and even years of hard work our college team recently won a big race that we had been working toward for several months When I added up all the miles, I figured the team put in about 7,000 total miles over that time period to prepare for that race. In addition, they spent many hours in the gym and on living room floors doing strength work to make their bodies the best they could be. In the end, after all that work, they won their meet by just two points. It made every mile and every push-up worth the effort. Competition is good, or it can be good. It gives us a goal to work towards. But in our society today, we're not used to working hard for things that pay off later. We buy more instant and disposable things today than we ever have. We're used to watching television now when it's convenient instead of when the show airs. I remember getting ready for a Charlie Brown special to air when I was a kid. We would anticipate it for days, if not weeks. Now we just pop in the DVD, or better yet, we watch it on demand. We microwave more food than we cook in the oven these days. We place it on a paper or plastic plate, and sometimes even use plastic spoons, forks, or knives that we throw away after we're done. We download books instantly instead of going to the bookstore. Get this one. We even have body wipes that will allow you to forego a full shower when you're in a hurry.
1: That's just gross, Dean.
0: <laughs> we pay extra money for Amazon Prime just so we can get things faster. If we walk into a store and they say, I can, get, I can order one, Mm-mm. we'll probably walk out and find someplace else that has one now. Yes, we live in an instant culture, but running is not instant It takes hard work. It takes focus over a long period of time. You have to work hard today for something you may not see for another three months or longer. Oh, sure, there are some fairly instant benefits to running. For example, you get to experience lots of extra soreness when you first begin. You may get blisters or calluses on your feet pretty quick. (laughs) You will make your lungs feel like they're going to explode almost as soon as you start. So there are those things that you get from running right away. (laughs) But the grand payoff doesn't happen for quite some time. In the meantime, we have to work and maybe even suffer for something that may come later. But be assured, hard work does pay off. Although you may not begin losing weight or getting faster right away, it's coming. But you have to know, it may take a while. Yep, in the era of instant and disposable, the results from running are not instant. But they're also not disposable. The benefit of finishing that first 5K half marathon or marathon is worth more than all the Starbucks coffee money can buy. The one thing that is instant and not disposable is our salvation But we have to look at that a little closer. The Bible tells us that we're a new creation the instant we accept what Christ did for us as payment for our sins. But this is the part that many people miss. Becoming a Christian is an instant thing, much like deciding to begin running is an instant decision. But being a Christian takes time to develop. We're always trying to improve in our relationship with Him. We go back to running. If you decide to begin running and then you don't carry it out, Well, then you're not a runner in the same way. If you decide to accept Jesus as Lord and Savior and then don't do anything with that decision, were you ever really, did you ever really make that decision? It's not about works and the Bible makes that very clear, but it is about our desire to please God and salvation is not disposable either. No one can take it away from you. Although Satan will try to convince you otherwise. Once your heart is changed, it's changed. The Bible tells us that no one can snatch us from his hand. In the era of instant and disposable, God still desires a deep personal relationship with you. And there's nothing instant or disposable about that.
1: Good word, Dean.
0: There is power in people's stories. It's a
1: challenging time. What do you do when everything you believe about God is being tested and God doesn't look like the good father that he
0: says he does? You've got layers and layers and layers of hate in your heart. It it takes God to clean it out. Your story can help encourage others around the country, just like these stories have. You can walk through a simple process of sharing your story with the Big Share app. Download the Big Share app in your app store to start sharing hope with others. All right, so we're back, and we want to tell you why running is so awesome. And here's why for today. You can do it anywhere, anytime. You can do it on a road. You can run on a trail. You can run on a track. You can even run through an airport.
1: Now, I I want to stop you right there. I've I've been quiet for long enough, but I've I've seen this in your notes here. You've obviously, because you have it on here, you've you've run in an airport. Let's hear that story.
0: Well, you got to get it in, right? So I was on a Sometimes. trip. Sometimes <laughs> I was on a trip with a, a cross country team, and we were in the airport waiting for an airplane to, to take off, and we had a couple of hours. So I used one of those hours to run through the airport. I figure that's as good a place as any. It's climate controlled. I mean,
1: <laughs> it's, so TSA will take your finger clippers nowadays. What do they do when they see this crazy guy in a pair of running shorts? running through the terminal
0: well i tried to stay away from the tsa folks but i some people did give me a funny look they really wanted they to did. know what, what was i what was i stealing was i after somebody was somebody after me uh there were, there were some funny looks but uh there's people
1: sitting around dinner tables all over the country saying guess what i saw in the airport this week yeah, this maybe. crazy guy with a pair of short shorts on running down the airport terminal. That, that's weird dean
0: well um
1: but i guess when you run every day
0: you got to get it in. You've got to get it in. Yeah, you got to get absolutely. it in. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. So, you can run anywhere. That just proves it. You can run on vacation, you can run while visiting relatives, you can run anywhere anytime. That's what's so wonderful. It's so portable. You
1: can make your run a vacation. You can make it. My your... wife loves those. Some the, the
0: first marathon
1: we ever did, the way I got her to do that marathon was that the marathon was at Disney World.
0: Boy, so, yeah. That's perfect. Absolutely that's running perfect. vacation. Running is like green eggs and ham. Just like Dr. Seuss says, you can pretty much have them anywhere.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, so our motivational thought for the week is something that I say uh, on a regular basis, and it's this. You don't have to have, uh, excuse me, you have to have bad days. Otherwise, you don't have anything to compare the good days to. Mm-hmm. You know, running when you don't feel like it sometimes is really, really hard, um, but If you don't get yourself into good enough shape by running on those days when you don't feel like it, you never get to that magical day where it feels like you're floating on air and everything feels great.
1: But you know, I've never heard anybody, and you see these memes on Facebook and Instagram and all these things, but I'm just going to repeat it. You've never heard of anybody get done with a run and say, man, I wish I wouldn't have done that. Nope. I mean, there is so many times that I walk, it was pouring down raining yesterday. We're, we're, We're here in Georgia at... We had snow on the ground three days ago, and yesterday it was absolutely pouring down rain. And I did not want to run, but I got down with that run, and I thought, man, I'm glad I did that. So, yeah, you can run anywhere, and you'll always feel good when you get done.
0: And you know, when you run in the rain like that, the shower afterwards feels great. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Unless you have to stand in it for another hour and coach a bunch of kids like we did. and So I'm freezing by the time I get home. But, yeah, the shower yeah. felt good. Exactly.
0: <laughs> that made the shower feel even better. Even better. <laughs> So this is Run for God Run Club. We, uh, we hope that you've enjoyed what you've listened to. But listen, we want more people to, to as Mitchell said, we want to be the largest running club in the in the nation. And that would be great. What a testimony to God uh, to be the biggest uh, uh, run, running club in the country. Um, so come out and support Run for God, too. We hope that we're giving you things that are useful for you to motivate you, to get you up off the couch. Uh, but know, too, that when you... Um, subscribe to Run for God Run Club. You are also helping the Run for God ministry, a ministry that has had an impact on thousands of lives and has had eternal decisions made on hundreds that we know of.
1: Yeah, you know, Dean, just this, in the past two weeks we have, and this is a testament to God right here because uh, this country boy from North Georgia could not figure out how to do this if I tried. But we had decisions come in. We have a a webpage. It's runforgod.com forward slash peace with God. And it's our gospel presentation page. Anytime we do a gospel campaign, which we do a lot of, we've we've done gospel campaigns in Runner's World in the past. We do gospel campaigns weekly through our email on Fridays. Uh, we do our God Loves You campaign. We do promoted Facebook and social media posts. Uh, many people who may be listening to this don't necessarily hear of that that often because we're not necessarily targeting people who are listening to this podcast? We're targeting lost people. So if you're if you're not seeing some of these promoted posts, that's probably a good thing. Uh, because we're promoting other people. But in the past week, we've had salvations from help me out here, South Africa, from India, and from Indonesia. Uh, how people in those three countries found themselves at all hours of the day on our runforgod.com forward slash peace with God page is beyond me.
0: God Um, is awesome.
1: God is awesome. And one day I'll know how that happened, but today I don't. But I do know that it it takes an army. It takes us doing what we do. It takes you supporting what we do. And together we can make an eternal difference for thousands of people around the world.
0: So so help God work through the Run for God ministry by uh, by becoming a Run Club member and, and sharing this with others that you know that can be inspired by what we do. We hope that you've enjoyed again. Like I said, I hope that what we've done is exactly what you want. If it's not, though, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear other things you'd like to see or hear. Um, please give us feedback. Customer service at runforgod.com is the place to, to send that. And and just like any other social media, make sure that you're liking and you're subscribing and you're getting notifications. However, you consume this, whether it's through YouTube or it's through the podcast. Um, Make sure that you that you see us and hear us every you're hitting
1: week. that bell. I, I think we probably need to have something right here. That there, there's so many things that you're supposed to say at the end of these podcasts, and and this is our first one, so we really don't know what to say here. Should but, I say uh, ding
0: ding like ding ding? Hit like all the
1: things. Do all the things. Yeah, do uh, and, and follow what we do because uh, yeah, we want we want to be part of your running life.
0: For those of you who don't know, do all the things is an inside joke, um, a coaching joke. So uh, do all the things.
1: We'll talk about that later.
0: Yes. Hey, now go out there and shine your light.
1: For more information about the Run for God ministry, go to runforgod.com. If you have questions about your salvation, click on the Peace with God tab. There's nothing more important. Thanks for joining us today.